Chat with Traders is sponsored by Trade the Pool. Are concerns about limited buying power, insufficient capital, or fear of losing your own money preventing you from advancing your trading capabilities? Trade the Pool is an online stock trading prop firm that offers funding for stock traders. Demonstrate your skills, trade their capital, and keep your profits. You can engage in intraday trading and now swing trading on Trade the Pool with any U.S. stock or ETF. The procedure is straightforward. Pay an evaluation fee, successfully complete the evaluation, and get funded. Visit tradethepool.com forward slash chat to learn more. You've seen the headlines. Bonds are making a comeback. But if you've ever tried to invest in bonds, you know what a clunky, complicated, broken experience it can be. That's why at Public, they took fixed income and fixed it. Now you can find, evaluate, and buy thousands of bonds with an investing experience designed this century. Add fixed income to your portfolio with corporate, treasury, and municipal bonds. Go to public.com forward slash bonds podcast to get started. This podcast is sponsored by Public. Full disclosures can be found at public.com forward slash bonds. Trading in the financial markets involves a risk of loss. Podcast episodes and other content produced by Chat with Traders are for informational or educational purposes only and do not constitute trading or investment recommendations or advice. After five years that I be, become professional, I get the feeling of, from the market. So I, I brief the market in and I brief the market out. So I get, I, I, must, I must see before, before I take an, and trade, I must see the chart maybe five minutes, 10 minutes. Uh, not not the static chart. So I must see the market, how the market will react, how the stock will react. I, I must I must become the feeling. I must be one to one with the stock market. I just must be one hundred percent focused with the stock market. And then you get the feeling. Of, this is this is myself. So I get the feeling, and and then take the trade. Markets, speculation, and risk. This is the Chat with Traders podcast. We're in episode 260, and I am Tessa, co-host of Chat with Traders. We were in search of our next guest to interview, and lo and behold, he was right here in our Chat with Traders community all this time. His name is Patrick Peterson. Patrick is a talented seasoned trader of 16 plus years. I used to think that many talented traders must have some kind of big social media following in some way. But I learned that if we just look and listen hard enough, they can be right in front of us or right next door. Patrick currently does not have that big social media following. In fact, he just joined Twitter only a few months ago. That's probably because he has been doing nothing except for trading, trading, and trading, and tuning most things out. But when he's not trading, he would spend quality time with his family. Besides his family, trading is it. Trading is his lifestyle. I'm in touch with Patrick very frequently inside our Chat with Traders community, so you can say that I've had the great privilege to get to know him. Not only is he a talented and passionate trader, he genuinely cares about the traders in our community. He takes the time to speak and chat with them and gifts them by sharing what he knows 
from his experience. I also love that he tells things like it is, no fluff. Some of our members can attest to that. It's quite refreshing. Patrick has been an inspiration in our community, and we wanted to share his story with you today. So before you listen to the conversation between our host, Ian, and Patrick, I wanted to share a little bit more about his background. Patrick grew up in a family and maybe even culture that was strongly critical of trading as a profession. But he opened his first trading account anyway on his 18th birthday and risked his reputation and family money to follow a deep growing passion he had for years. After blowing up many, many accounts, he found himself homeless and rejected by his family despite fully paying them back. Passion, determination, and the art of persuasion gave Patrick another chance as he started managing money for wealthy clients. Join us in this unusual journey as we learn more about Patrick's trading and intuitive Jedi skills to make lightning-fast discretionary executions. Ladies and gentlemen, we're so pleased to present Patrick Peterson, all the way from Timmendorferstrand, Germany. Well, Patrick, welcome to uh, Chat with Traders. Yeah, thank you, Ian. Yeah, Patrick, uh, give us a little bit about your background, early background. Where did you grow up and uh, where do you live now? I live in Germany, Timmendorferstrand. Um, it's on the Baltic Sea. I live there with my family, with my wife and my two kids. So I have a uh, boy who is three years. I have a daughter who is one year. And yeah, my trading background is I'm trading more than 16 years as a professional day trader. I live since 16 years only from day trading. So this means I get no other money only from day trading. My background is simple. I leave the school and yeah, I was trading. (laughs) So no education background, no, no work background, only trading. Uh Uh-huh. so when you were uh, a teenager in high school, uh, did you yes. have an idea on kind of what you wanted to do with your life? Um, what were your goals early on in high school? Oh, yeah. My my goal, my goal was only working for a bank. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> so I was only reading uh, newspapers uh, with financial background. So in Germany, it's called um, Handelsblatt. It's the, I, I will compare this to... Wall Street Journal. So when when the teacher makes some lessons in the background, I was reading the newspaper. I don't <laughs> I don't listen to the teacher what they do in the classroom. <laughs> I was only reading the newspapers um, because the the teacher know that I'm 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 good with this. So um, I was only good in the school. There was was no trouble. I make no trouble in the school. I was only fine with all. And this is why um, the teachers was allow me to, <laughs> to yeah, to read the newspapers uh, and don't uh, listen to the teachers. <laughs> <laughs> so this was in uh, this was in high school or in university? Uh, I was not in the university. It was in the high school. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I was. Um, I think the last two years in the in the high school. Um, I was only reading newspapers, so don't listen too much to, um, yeah, to my teachers because I was thinking I will have more money than they have in a few years, and why I should 
Listen to them. <laughs> <laughs> so was your goal to be a, a, a banker of, of sorts or a particular job in the banking sector? No, my only goal was I will be a banker CEO. Oh, wow. Uh, <laughs> because in the, in the German uh, Handelsblatt, there were so many interviews from, from the Deutsche Bank CEO and, and some financial guys who are always CEOs. And I was thinking this will be my, my position in a few years. Uh-huh. And uh, so how old were you when you um, finished your educational background? Oh, I was 18. 18. Uh-huh. Yes. And then what did you do after graduation? Did you, did oh. anyone push you to get a job or, or, or? Uh, no, no, I don't get a job. My mother kills me. <laughs> oh. So I get some, some money from my mother to, um, uh, to get to to can buy some cars and get some license to drive the cars, but mm -hmm. I take the money uh, into my bank bank account and was was trading with the money. <laughs> <laughs> and did she know that? Uh, how long was it before um, she found out that uh, you were trading with the money? I think it was only three months because she asked me how it's going uh, with my driver license, and uh, I was saying, okay, let's. I don't go to to this driver license school. I will only trading, uh, but I will uh, I will give you back the money. So I was able to give here give her all all the money back. So it was fine. So I take enough profit. <laughs> ah, and and so when you gave the money back eventually, uh, did that um, uh, provide a, a level of trust? So that did she ever provide any future money? Um, no, no. Oh, okay. so um, yeah, it's 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 the hardest background for me. So because my um, my family, all my family members, um, cancel all. Um, yeah, I don't know the the right words, in, but they cancel all all the uh, all the contacts to me. So I have no contact after maybe ooh, twenty years to my mother. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, because um, she's thinking that. Trading is only gambling. So, and she never understanding that I don't want to go to work because she she works so hard. For yeah, I, I can understand. So she works hard for the money, but she don't understand that you can make on the easier way money. And this is this is why I have to accept that they will. Um, yeah, uh -huh. they, I, I lost a complete connection to my family, and they don't want to speak with me. Oh, really? So, uh, yeah. Even even though um, they got their money back, I mean, there wasn't. They didn't lose money. Yes, they they see it as a casino. So mm -hmm. maybe you you are lucky. Maybe you you will lose. And they will say, yeah, in this moment you was lucky, but in other moments you you are not lucky. Uh huh. What uh What about general German cultural attitudes toward? say getting rich through uh through the stock market um it um, what is a german's attitude typically for um trading in general in, in this in this case or oh, about 20 years ago uh, it was it was completely different it was not not normal to 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 trade stocks or day trade stocks um it was only to have some insurance where you can buy stocks and and you can grow over years over years and take some little profit from them and you have to trust uh, all your banks uh, that they have to make a good choice with your money. And this was not what I want to do. I want to do my own choice. I want to do all the good stuff with my money. And yeah. 
So there was no, no in, in, in the German schools for 20 years, maybe it will change. I have no idea. Um, there were no education about stocks and, and all this stuff. So you have to learn this all on yourself. So you get no, no, no financial education or something like this. You start from point zero. I see. Uh, did you have any friends or, or uh, anybody you knew that were in the financial markets that you could share with? I mean, what you originally you said you wanted to go into the banking sector and yeah. uh, banks are commonly uh, perceived as being, you know, very conservative type people. And yet you wanted to jump into day trading. Um, uh, did you have any mentors or anybody to inspire you to get into this? Um, yeah, I get mentors uh, later, but in, the, in my early stage, um, I get no friends about this. So uh, in this case, the chat with traders community was not there. <laughs> so uh, many day trading communities was not there. Uh, YouTube uh, was not there. Um, so you have to learn this on your own way. Um, so it was 20 years back. So the education was not there. So I was learning this on the hard way on my way sure i i going to the banks and and as long you have enough money the banks are your best friends if you lose money they hate you <laughs> so <laughs> in this case sometimes the bank was my best friend sometimes uh, there was my enemies i think three years later i get two great mentors one of them was oliver wallis i was learned so many things from him and yeah, this was the, yeah, this was the push for me. So this mm -hmm. was the eye opener. So when I was on the first contract with, with a professional mentor. Yeah. I see. And so uh, you were what, 18 when you opened your first account? <laughs> I was uh, exactly when I, when I get my birthday, 18, because you can only open your, your, your free account without uh, parents when you're 18 in Germany in this time. Mm -hmm. uh, and then on my birthday, I go to the bank and say, okay, now I want um make a trading account. So, but the fees was really high. And about the fees, I think I was not so successful like today because the fees was, wow, very high. Oh yeah. Give it, give us a, an example of, uh, of the fees, like how much. Yeah. For, for, for an order. Uh, mm -hmm. If you place some order, you your your fees are ten US dollars or fifteen US dollars or twenty US dollars, so it's 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 really big. It was a really big one. So when you make maybe profit one hundred US dollars, and this was good for you, then I think thirty US dollars you pay fee. And mm -hmm. today, when you trade stocks, you pay one one US dollar fifty. Mm -hmm. It's a uh, big difference to now. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. So, <laughs> so did did you study uh, trading, uh, you know, before before jumping in, or did you just jump in and learn on the fly? And what what were some of your no, early strategies? Uh, my only my only studying was um, from the newspapers. So I was I was reading every day the newspapers. I was uh, reading every day um, the newspaper charts uh, from the stocks. I was. Uh, compare this and and all the charts and i was learning this from my way so i was thinking okay uh maybe i'm a news trader not so much as a day trader um i was more than news trader because i i get the feeling 
um, when so- when some something is going on in the news, how the stock market uh, will react, or the or for example the Lufthansa or telecom stock or something like this German stocks, how they will react when something is going on uh, after they place some article in the newspapers. So I get mm-hmm. a good feeling for this because I was, yeah, I can say I was paper trading two years when I was in a school. Oh. Um, <laughs> in this case, um, I'm learning from from the newspapers how the stock market reacts. I make my I make my notice. I write write something down. Other people make some notice and learn uh, for the school. <laughs> I make my notice and and was thinking about okay. How is the stock react and why is the stock react on this news was something in the newspapers or was there some political issue? Was there some economic issue? So this was my my view. Uh, uh. Yeah. Uh, so early on, you were um, looking at fundamentals. Is that accurate? Yeah, correctly. Correctly. Uh-huh. Correctly. And also... Um, and all the news. So what's on in the news? So for me, it's important... Um, what's going on with the employees from the Lufthansa? Will they cancel some some employees? Is there some layoffs? Um, what make make other airlines maybe uh, United Airlines uh, to compare from Lufthansa? Something like this. Hmm. Uh, so, what were some of your so your early strategies? Were they more of a kind of like a swing trader? Were you buying stocks and holding them for a period of weeks or months? No, I was holding this maximum for one week um, because I was seeing that uh, when I when I studied the news that um, mostly they will come come down after one week or they, they get some retracement and all this all this stuff, and this was why I was thinking, okay, um, I must buy and sell this uh, in minimum from one week. I was not able to day trade because I have not so much money uh, in Germany that I can day trade. But um, I was trading on weekly basis, maybe three days, maybe four days, but no more than five days holding time. So when you um, you used the initial money that you got from your uh, from your mother, right, yes. to to trade, and then eventually you paid her back. And yeah. so, like, uh, roughly, how, how much money were you working with really early on? Uh, and did they have rules like the uh, pattern day trader? Uh, yeah, rules. it was it was twenty thousand US dollars. Mm-hmm. I was thinking twenty thousand US dollars because it was for the driver license and for my first car. And this was my first first connection with with the United States stock market. So I was um, the the bank manager was telling me, "Hey, if you want make fast money and uh, and you want grow faster, you have to go to the U- United States stock market." So you have there more opportunities. You have penny stocks. You have all the stuff you can buy more, and uh, you can lose faster, and you can win faster. And this was my first connection, <laughs> United States uh, stock market, and yeah, and and this was why I was able to to pay my mother the money back. Oh, I see. So did you uh, trade the German or European markets for very long, or did you just zero yeah, in yeah, on two that? years? I was. I was trading two years the, the German market and also the, the US stock market. And then I was quite completely the German stock market because I was thinking we have not the big moves and we have not the great stocks uh, like the like the United States because I was loving so much the penny stocks in this moment. So you can make quickly 100% moves, uh, 50% moves, 25% moves. In the German stock market, 
if you are lucky, you make a two percent move. Mm-hmm. Uh, so jumping into penny stocks, I imagine then you did you focus mostly, if not entirely, on technical indicators. Mm, no, I don't use technical indicators. So only one what Oliver Willis was teaching me was the uh, SMAs, uh, mm-hmm. two hundred twenty and eight, and yeah, and also learning um, the the pattern. So maybe I will. I will watching with my eyes um, the charts. I don't use any technical indicators or or make it difficult. So for me, it was um, was from the beginning and make it make it easy as as possible. So only in this case um, you see something. So don't trust uh, technical indicators. Interesting. Uh, w- did you use technical indicators at some point and have a bad experience with them, or did you just uh, from the beginning pretty much wanted to keep things very simple? And yeah, from, from the beginning, I was I was making something really simple because as I met, as I was talking before, so I was only reading the newspapers. I was getting my information from this, and in the newspapers, I have no technical indicators. <laughs> so for me, it was in the beginning that that it's more easier for me to don't use technical indicators because when I use technical indicators, and some people uh, told me, "Hey, you have to use this. You have to use this." It was for me completely complicated, so I was not. It was not funny, and I make really stupid mistakes when I trust the technical indicators. Um, and then I was thinking, okay, fuck off all the technical indicators. For me, it's the simplest way is make it simple and easy, and uh, trust your eyes. And and this is it. You see the price action. So uh, when you when you see the price action uh, in the chart, and you see how the candle will react. Um, then you can go very fast in and very fast out. I see. So what do you look for uh, in how the candle is shaping up? Uh, and what do you use, like a one-minute, five-minute hour oh. charger? So typically, I use one minute. But when I'm on the trade, I, I will use uh, the 30 seconds um, because I won't see it much faster. Um uh, but typically, I, I use the one-minute time frame when I trade the 30 seconds. And for a big overview, um, typically, I use the one-hour chart or 15-minute chart. I see. And what are you looking for uh, in the chart? Uh, what kind of action? What, what does it look to you uh, just as you enter a short position or a long position? Yeah, I'm go, I go uh, both sides, so long and short. But my mind is more more training in short positions, but I was looking for, for the price action. So for the patterns, how the patterns will, will go, how the candles will form and and all the stuff. I know there are so many words about this, so head and shoulders and all the stuff, but but when I will, will talk to you really, so and I don't lie to you, I have no idea about head and shoulders and all the stuff, but what patterns are do, because for me, it's more natural to see how they will react. So it's you look to the candles, you see how the candle will forms, and then then you find it with your eyes easily because you have in your mind so many setups, and and then you find your way. Are you a developing or seasoned day trader who trades the U.S. markets? Is the only thing stopping you from getting to the next level is having enough capital to trade? 
Trade the Pool is a unique online stock trading prop firm that funds stock traders worldwide. Not having to risk your own capital can help you focus on other things like making better decisions on your trades. There's no PDT rules to worry about. You got more than 12,000 stocks and ETFs to trade, long or short, and professional tools at your side. How you get funded is you show them your skills through a straightforward evaluation process. Once you pass the evaluation, you get funded and trade with their pool of money and split the profits. Don't let the lack of buying power, capital, or fear of losing your own money prevent you from taking your trading to the next level. Visit tradethepool.com slash chat to learn more. Uh-huh. So uh, do you consider yourself a discretionary trader? Yes. I see. And uh, do you don't look at volume? Oh, I have no volume on my shot. No. Oh, wow. Wow. Um, so you're looking at the activity. So imagine, can you uh, describe to us, say, on a, something that you want to go long or go short, what what does the bars look like? What, what does the pattern look like uh, that's the most optimum setup for you? Oh, the, the best setup is when the candle get nervous. Uh, when you see that the candle goes goes a little bit nervous, it goes a little bit uh, high and up, high and up, high and up, high and up, and then they explode, boom. So if you see the candle goes a little bit nervous, this is a good sign for you. Mm-hmm. And a nervous candle would look, how would that look like exactly? How would it look like this exactly? Okay, so I give you an example. So I was trading in the chat with traders community, the earnings. Mm-hmm. Um, after the market is closed, um, uh, what would we trade uh, the last one? I don't know. Uh, let's let's take about Tesla, for example. So in the earnings, you see um, seconds before the earnings come, you see how the candle goes really nervous because something has happened in the stock market and 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 you see it clearly on the on the candle that uh, goes really nervous and then you see uh, the big spike boom up down up down up down up down and then boom you see the really big blow up mm-hmm. so maybe you are on the wrong side but you have to cover your losses very fast and then you have to to go in the other direction and then you take your profit um would you would you classify yourself as um like an intuitive trader Using your intuition and, and how you feel. Yes, one hundred percent, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. I know many people say, uh, "Don't trust your, don't don't trust uh, your feelings and all the stuff." But for myself, sometimes I cannot describe my 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 trading techniques. Uh, if 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 you ask me something or other people ask me something, I cannot describe my trading technique because it's more like a feeling. When I see see the see the chart and I see how the candle will move, I get the feeling. And I cannot describe why I see this. That, that's only a feeling. I see. It, and um, how were you able to cultivate uh, these feelings over time? Or did it just come kind of natural to you? Yeah, for me, it's it's more natural. So it's, uh, as I told you, I'm, I'm more than 16 years as a professional day trader. I live only from, from the day trading. But I was thinking, after after five years that I be, become professional, I get the feeling of, from the market. So I, I brief the market in and I brief the market out. So I get I, I must I must see before before I take an and trade, I must see the chart maybe five minutes, ten minutes 
not not the static chart. So I must see the market, how the market will react, how the stock will react. I, I must I must become the feeling. I must be one-to-one with the stock market. I just must be 100% focused with the stock market. And then you get the feeling. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is this is myself. So I get the feeling and and then take the trades. I see. And so uh how important is the news uh combined with you looking at the charts in in getting that feeling? Or can you look at a chart with not knowing anything about what you're looking at? No, no news whatsoever. Can you still trade uh something where there's no news? Oh, good question. Good question. Um I would say no, um, because I'm. I've no, it's it's a it's a hard question. Normally, I would say uh, you don't need the news because when the news are out, um, the move is done. But uh, when I have not the news on my side, so for example, I news news crack. I have the the audio, and when I have this not on my side, I get I get a little bit nervous because I have no idea what what's going on in the market. So. What, what? Why are the stocks at the moment moving, or why we see this move? I give you an example. Today, we have an, a big fake news uh, on Twitter. It was uh, an explosion uh, near the Pentagon. <laughs> this uh-huh. was an. This was an. And really big fake news. I will. I have posted this in the chat with traders community, and um, we see. And this. And this little time frame, this five minutes, we see how the the stock market react on this and became came down again and this was a was a hard move it was fast and i was able to uh to take three thousand us dollars on the move uh on the down move and this was really great i was only trading m and q's uh, 30 m and q's and take my uh my three thousand profit because only why i have the 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 audio squawk on my background so they was telling me that that uh, near the Pentagon is an explosion, but not confirmed. It's only on social media. It could be a fake news. Uh, we have no other images and no other have uh, confirmed this. But the stock market was react on this. Wow. And so you shorted the market. Um, yes. And this uh-huh. was in time. So if you have some news like this and you have this in time, so then you have then you know what, what's to do. You, all, I think all people will remember what what was ha- happened on the uh, with the World Trade Centers when the news came out. The stock market goes crazy, and I was thinking when when I heard the, uh, an explosion near the Pentagon, I was thinking, "Oh my God, not again! Fuck!" And then I was thinking, my 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 next thing was go short, go short, go short, go short. <laughs> wow! Uh... Go all in, all what you have. Go short, go short, go short, and then. Uh, and then it was uh, the the news came out. Oh, it's fake news! It's delayed on Twitter, and the stock market was uh, was coming back. But it was a good 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 time frame. And this is a really good example why it's so important uh, to have some news in the background. I see. So you combine the news with what the price action of what you see yes. in yes. the stock, and uh, and then is so is your motto that you um, you let the market. Uh, decide uh, whether it's positive news or negative news, even though you do you have opinions on where the the stock should go, but then let the uh, the chart tell you uh, of the consensus of where the stock will go. Okay, yeah, this is another good question. So, um, mostly, I will I will let the market tell me what 
what I have to do because the market is always right. You as trader can be always wrong. The market is the only one who's always right. Uh, so you can follow the market. But when you get news like some explosion near the Pentagon and and really bad news um, and the market came a little bit up, you can be really sure that the market came extremely fast down when other people have the same information like you. And this is this is so important that you have uh, some some audio squawk or news squawk what other people use use too. So when when maybe two hundred or three hundred million traders get the same information at the same time like you and they react on this news, uh, I think one hundred percent like you, then this is a nice opportunity for you. So in this case, I don't do what the market will tell me. I know this news is have the poten potential to bring the stock market down when this will be confirmed. Mm -hmm. And uh, how long were you in that trade? Two minutes. Two minutes. Wow, that's short. Uh, and how often do you uh, hold on to positions uh, overnight or a period of days or weeks? No overnight position. I have no overnight position because the risk is uh, at the moment too, too risky. So I close my... My ever my average holding time is mostly five minutes, yeah. So because I'm I'm the one who go fast and fast out. Um, maybe you can say it's scalping, but I don't want to say it's scalping. It's more like um, follow the move, and if the move is done, go out of your position, take your profit. So I love to take my profit. I don't like um, to see. Uh, when the profit comes a little bit down and then you see another great move. I, I don't want, want this. So if the move is in the first action done, I take my profit. And if the second move comes, I go in again. Mm -hmm. um, so going back to uh, 15, 20 years ago when you first got yeah. started, uh, what was your early risk management? And uh, did you blow up any accounts early on? Yeah, I blow up more than 50 accounts. <laughs> How many? More than 50 accounts. Wow. Yeah, uh, so risk management, I never thinking about this. So it's, I don't know about, maybe I don't know about risk management, but I was not thinking about risk management. And this is really interesting. So I learned it on the hard way. I learned it on the hard way to to how it feels like to lose your account, how to feels like uh, to have no money to trade, how it feels like to sit uh, in in the back and see other people trade and you cannot trade because you have no money. This is pain. It's not the pain to lose the money. It's the pain that you cannot trade. Uh -huh. And and th this was the hardest way for me. And and it was for me also the best lessons what I what I can get because every time when I blow up my account, I was sitting there and I was, um, I was review everything. Why was this happened? Uh, was my setup was this not correct or something like this? And yeah, and yeah, I I blew up fifty accounts, but I was more than a, I. From from my nature is is a sales guy, so I'm a business guy. I'm a sales guy. I have learned many things from maybe. Uh, Grant Cardone, Anthony Robbins, and all the stuff. So, <laughs> and every time when I blow up an account, I found wealthy people. I go to the wealthy people and say, "Hey, I'm I'm a stock trader. I, I know you have the money, and I know you want more money. 
And I know the money gives you not so much money, but I have, I have an idea. Let me pitch this to you. I know I, I blew up my account, but my setup, maybe it's, it's correct. And I have learned, and this is my lessons, what I have learned. Can we, can we do something together? And this will work every time. Wow. Um, and then I get funded from from wealthy people. It was not so much money, maybe twenty thousand US dollars again, but uh, they want the money back. So um, yeah. So in in this case, when they give me the money, I play natural safe. So I, I don't play play games when when other people give me money to trade. So I was always a, uh, able to give them the money one month back. After one month, I was saying, okay, now you get the 20,000 US dollars back and you get maybe 1,000 US dollars as profit for you. And I have maybe eight or 9,000 for me. But when I was alone without any wealthy people on the background, um, I think I trading for two months, three months, four months, and then I blow up again. Oh, wow. So uh, when you blew yeah. up an account, did you, did you have to go to, to new wealthy people each yeah. time that you blew up an yeah. account? Yeah. Oh, you did. And so how did you find uh, these wealthy people? Um, oh, um, at the, uh, first I was met my, my first wealthy people. Uh, I get the connection from the, from the bank manager. Uh, I was saying, Hey man, I cannot trade. Um, have you any idea how I can get some credit or I can have some money from, from you, from the bank that I can trade again, because it's, it's, it's real pain for me to don't trade. And they say, no, we don't, we, we don't want it. But um, he, the, the one bank manager was told me, um, please come back when, when the bank is closed um, and I will wait uh, uh, in the front door of you. And then he was talking to me and make some connection to other people. Uh, he gave me three, three names and I should connect them. Um, yeah, and this was the beginning. So, and then I, I, I get a great network. So I, I know about 20, 30, 40, 50 people. Oh, wow. So, uh, then, uh, the guy at the bank and, uh, these wealthy people, they must've had incredible faith in you, uh, or you must've been very persuasive to, uh, did you share, uh, what mistakes you made and, and how you're going to change no. or <laughs> no <laughs> only the first time only the mm -hmm. first time when i met them uh, i i he asked me why you need money when you're successful i was told me yeah man fuck i i blow up my account i have no money but uh i'm i'm really really passionate about this and he speak about me i, I think three hours we want we, we was eating together something and and he got trust in me uh, about my words and and what I was uh, showing him, and then he gave me the money. So, and then when I was three months alone and have enough money again, and I blow up my account, uh, I go back to the wealthy people and was saying, "Hey, if you have, if you have time and 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 you want uh, work with me together, then let's do it." So I have time at the moment, but my window is really tiny. So if you say no, then I go to the other one and. And and we make money with the other one. So <laughs> I was not not telling them again that I blew up my account. So because because I I had I had a good good advertising from him because he now I was able to give him the money back plus profit in few in, in few days or a few months. So and he had trust in me. And when I go back to him and say, hey, now I have time again, 
uh, do you want work with me again? So would we do something again together? Then he said, yes, of course. You was the first time you was really, you will, was very performed very well. And I loved this. And then he gave me more money, not 20, he gave me 50. So, and in this case, I was playing safety again, um, maybe two or three months again, I have enough money. And then was saying, okay, now let's make a break. And um, I, I need some, uh, some holidays, but in this holidays, I trade my own account again. <laughs> wow. And then boom. Um, blow up again because um, yeah, I was I was trading too too aggressively. But yeah, this was always the lesson. And then I go back to the wealthy people, same story, same again. So now I'm back from my holidays. Won't we work again? Uh, I was never told them that I blow up my account, and I not hope that he listened to to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but it's fine for me. So we are good friends at the moment. So um, yeah. Wow. So these wealthy people didn't know that you blew up all these accounts, right? No. And they, they don't know that I blow up my, my private accounts again and again. They think about this. I'm in the holidays for two or three months so that I go to maybe to Mallorca and live my Dolce Vita and all this good stuff. I see. So you were blowing up your own personal accounts, but yes. their accounts that you were no. trading with their money, you were more conservative? Yeah, because they... I have to report every day to him. Uh, every day. Every day. Yeah, this was something what I want. I was I was told him so I will report to you every day, because I know the issue from the banks that you get maybe quarterly reports or there's a connection with uh, with the traders not there or something like this. And this was was some bullet point for me that I can I can have more trust uh, and more friendship to the wealthy people that they trust me so that I don't have to pitch every time again when I want something for him because they know I'm I'm completely transparent. And when you in the chat with traders community, you will see my transparency on the same way. I, I post regular all my statements and, and all my trades, what I do, or I do live trades because I'm 100% transparent. I, this, is, this is natural for me. Wow. So that must have surprised some of these uh, wealthy people who are used to getting Absolutely. Reports, this this right? was why they this this was why they uh completely trust me. So at the end they they asked me how much money I want. So not I have to ask about maybe 50,000, 100,000. They asked me how much money you want. We can found other people who invest in you too and then we maybe 20 people. And then it, it comes the idea um, that I trade that I trade uh, a hedge fund. So I was I was thinking about okay, when we have so many investors, uh, what what can I do that I can trade for these people? And then the next step was that I was uh, making my my own hedge fund, um, yeah, private. So we have a contract. I have contracts with all the wealthy peoples, and it was all. All good, and we have a bank account. This was completely founded, and this was completely rules there. And yeah, I was trading five or six years only for these people. Yeah. Interesting. And in this, and in this, and in this time, I don't blow up. Wow. Um, so, what were the typical returns, percentage returns that these wealthy people were expecting, that they were typically used to, and then what kind of percentage returns uh, were you able to deliver them? <laughs> it's hard to say so um 
some people say, okay, if you have 5% each month, then, then, you, then you will be fine. Uh, or if you have 10%, then you are fine. But if you deliver more and more profit and more and more money, uh, the investors come a little bit chunky. So they want more. So if, if they know that you are, have the power or the ability to make more money or it was a good month or it was a good week, then they want more. Then, mm-hmm. they, uh, then they get un- unhappy um, when you perform a little bit yeah, better than the last week. So because because they they get they they get they they become junkies. So if he's <laughs> if they save money, then they want more money, more more more. The first time was okay. If you make five percent, and then then we are completely fine. And after that, so if you was able to make more and more money because I was trading with the penny stocks and all the stuff, um, then yeah, then they become greedy. Interesting. Um. Well, I imagine most of these investors were used to getting or accepting somewhere between 10 and 20% per year, right? Yeah. Which is considered yeah. a reasonable return. So are you are you saying that you were getting 5% per month sometimes? No, per week. Per it's, week. Yeah, and this is this is easy because uh, okay, my trading style is I go always all in all the money what I have, I use. I use always my full financial power. Wow. Always, I don't. Um, I don't want go in with maybe if you have one hundred k and you go only in in the trade with 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 ten k. This make no sense for me, because mm. when I have one hundred k, I go all in. I use the full financial power. Interesting. Uh, you go all in on. A basket of many stocks, or or just a few. One stock, one stock, one I, stock. Yeah, I cannot. Uh, this is something what I can, what I can't. Uh, it's, I get completely nervous when I watch more than than one stock. So when I have to watch two stocks at the same time, I get completely nervous. I can focus only on one stock or on one uh, indies or something like this. I can only w- w- watch one t- one in, a, in a one time. And ah. I will use my my full financial power. Maybe I opened the position with with seventy percent that I have some something like that that I can add to. But at the end, I will go all in. I see. And how often um, do you see setups that um, give you the confidence to go all in? How frequently do you find uh, those opportunities? Oh, uh, the really good opportunities you will find three three times each day maybe that wow that frequently yeah and and that's the hard part so i know most people have some problems with overtrading but uh if you go all in and you know about the risk what i what i do then you don't do normally stupid trades because you know when when this trade goes completely wrong you're fucked up completely Hmm. and then you have report at the end of the day uh, to your investors, why this will happen? So I have, uh, I have report some stupid trades to my investors also, but um, they are fine. If the setup was good and it was not stupid and it was and 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 changed to win the trade, then they are always fine with this. But when you do some stupid trades and you risk the capital on stupid way, then they get really angry. Uh huh. Um, so. Was it challenging managing the expectations uh, of your investors? Absolutely. 
I get I get so many times frustrated because this was the first time that people say something to me and I have to to do what they they told me. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, it was completely a new world for me uh, to think. Okay, accept uh, something what what the people say because it challenged me also uh, to work with other people. Uh, and and at the end, I follow only some advices from 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 one or two people, and the two people or the two investors was the leaders for the other investors at the end because it was too too noisy when i speak to one of them he told me a the other one told me b and the other one told me c and i can make not all all one happy so at the end we have one or two leaders and i speak regular to the leaders and the leaders speak to the other people i see well what what did they want you to do exactly i mean if you're delivering five percent uh in in a very short period of time. I mean, heck, if you can deliver 15 or 20% in a year, they should be happy, right? Yeah. So they, I have I have one good guy in this group and he told me, uh, you must think always on, on this. If you if you bring us in, in one day, 2,000 US dollars or 3,000 US dollars profit, and you do this two times or three times again and again, you must think about this that that we want this from you always. So make make sure that you make only small steps. If you do big steps, you have to think about this that we want this again and again. So and this was my issue. So so I was going first too big, uh, too fast, too big, too fast, and they want they want want more and more money. But every time when they want more and more money, it was it was really risky. And one time we lose really hard money. And I have to report to them. And I was saying, hey, you you was you was the one, or or, or you investors was the one who becomes crazy, who pushed me to 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 take more and more risk on my trades. At the end, it's fine. So we make enough profit to cover the losses. It was completely fine. But it was a big decision why this would be happen. And it was be happen because they pushed me so hard um, that I have to bring more and more profit. And after the after the big loss, um, they they told me nothing about how much profit I should make. I get only the advice from the one guy. Uh, remember, if you go too big, we think about this that this will be regular for you. If you make small steps, then we are fine. We are all fine with small steps. But if you go big, we want more and more. Interesting. Um, so, did you ever? consider going to a quarterly report so that uh, you could smooth out the ups and downs. And uh, because if you're showing uh, incredible nope. gains, uh, then nope. Nope. it's like nope. a drug nope. for them, right? Yeah. Yeah. And and as I told you, I'm a sales guy. Uh-huh. I play with this feeling too. Mm-hmm. So for me, it's good that I have the feeling so that I have, uh, I have the money feeling with the people. Because uh, at the end, they will do what I want because I'm the money maker. I'm the source of the money for mm-hmm. him. Mm-hmm. So, as a sales guy, for for me, it was at the end. It was was also a, a a good game for me. So, if I need more or if I need something from them, it was no decision that I I get this. I get this. 
Excuse the last interruption here. This is Tessa. We hope you're enjoying this episode so far. If you love the podcast, please give Chat with Traders the best review you can on whatever platform you're listening from. This will help us to keep the episodes coming. Also, if you haven't subscribed to our email list, please hop on to chatwithtraders.com and click on subscribe so we can keep you posted of information that may be of importance. Thank you. Now back to the chat with our guest. I, I see. I'd like to go back to, um, you know, when you blew up your accounts, uh, did yeah. you, did you change your strategy uh, or, you know, did, what kind of risk management did you implement back then? And also mm-hmm. later uh, when you're trading with a lot of investor money? The big thing, what I was change is cut the, cut the losses fast. So in my, in my personal account, I was always thinking, uh, now I have lost some money, let it run. Maybe it, co- it could it could be back or not. So um, the biggest mistake was that I don't uh, accept the losses. I let it run and not cut it very fast. So this was my hard learning. And I was saying, so I was also uh, three months uh, without any any place to live. So I live three months in uh, in the car. So I have, I have no place to live. I have nothing. So I was homeless three months. I was completely homeless because I lose everything. I lose, I lose all the connections. Uh, I have no smartphone to connect and all this stuff. I, I lose everything. Uh, wow. I have no family where I can go. So I was completely homeless three months and live in, live in, in the car. So, and, and this was, this was the, this was the big change uh, where I was thinking about my my how to take losses, because I know when I ta- when I don't take the loss uh, very fast uh, to to cut the losses very fast, I remember hey maybe you get homeless if you do don't do this, and this was my biggest lesson. Wow, uh, and so uh, it sounds like your family disowned you for trading. Is that? I mean, because yes. you said you were ho- homeless. What? Yeah, they don't accept me. So um, they don't accept me now. They they don't accept me in the past. They don't accept me in the future. Because for for my family, I have to be an an, an worker who goes to work and make a regular income. Interesting, so, but yeah, I mean, you were you were. Uh, I imagine you're quite different from the typical German in that uh, a you're able to start trading right out of school. Uh, you're 18, and uh, and even though you've you've had many successes, uh, no. still, uh, you're not accepted. No, no, accepted. No. Oh, wow. Because they, 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 they were sick. Okay. So now you are on the lucky side, but it will, the, the time will come that you're not on the lucky side so that you get bad days. And this was one of the bad days when I was homeless for months and, and they get no support. So I was, I was going to my mother. I was saying, Hey, I have nothing. So they were saying, Oh, it's it was your decision. Oh wow! You are not you are not welcome. So it's oh. wow. Uh, do you, do you consider yourself, or do others consider you to be somewhat of a cultural rebel? I don't, yeah, <laughs> cultural rebel. Um, yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. I more than one hundred percent. So I was uh-huh. saying I'm not I'm not the average people. So. Uh, I cannot go to regular work. So for me, this, I, I cannot. So, and I have some, some quite some problems with people. Uh, when, when, 
I give you some example. So mm-hmm. it's it's not to have a problem. So um, when you go to 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 some shop and I see the cashier on on the cash desk, I see always why they do the work. They can they can have so at the moment now now where we are here. They can have so great financial education. They can learn how to trade with stocks. They can do everything in their life. They have not to sit the whole life uh, as a cashier there. Mm-hmm. And then I think always, man, why do they sit there? And then I'm thinking, okay, maybe I'm completely different. And yeah, so for me, I, I cannot work. But I accept that, that the people love their work. But for me, it's... I, I, I never want this. Interesting. But do you think that your the way you trade, um, being very feeling-based, intuitive-based, do you believe that's teachable to uh, to most people? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I don't think so. It's, yeah. Yeah, we, ha- we have in the community one guy. Uh, I don't give the name because I think it's more private. Mm-hmm. Um, I trade with them one to one, and I see how how good or how a good impact is when I trade together with him, and how I can teach him, and uh, and how I can push him. And they say to me, "Yeah, I'm, uh, they love me and all the stuff." So maybe I'm a good teacher, maybe I'm a good mentor. But when you ask me, I would say no. <laughs> when you ask other people. You will get maybe the information. They they love me. I'm an inspiration and all the stuff. But when you ask me, I would say no. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh huh. So I was informed uh, that when you trade in our uh, chat with traders community, that you used um, what was called an imbalance to help yes. you make decisions on when to enter. Can you describe what an imbalance is? What what does it look like? Yeah, you see the difference from sell and buy in easy words. Mm-hmm. So if you have more sellers or if you have more buyers. So and when you have the imbalance and you see something like this and you see more buyers than sellers, this is a good 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 signal for you. You can go you can use it. I see. Is this uh are you looking at level 2 uh bid ask uh uh sizes or how are you looking at the exact uh, imbalance? Yes, something like this, yeah. Mm-hmm. Or you can have uh, other tools where you can collect the imbalances. It's not always the level two. You have some other tools. So you have uh, institutional tools where you can look at this, and yeah, you can you can use this too. But um, I I change maybe every week my 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 strategies. So what was working for last week, I don't use it anymore. So if, if you see me uh, trading with the imbalance for maybe one month, I don't do it at the moment. I do something other things. So oh, this, I'm, I'm completely, I'm completely change every day something. So be, before I go to bed, I was thinking about about the trading. So because I was told you, I, I brief trading in, I brief trading out. I think 24 hours about trading. So uh, and and I change every day something on my trading style. Oh, so really? If it's only one, if it's only one small thing, I would change it. Mm. So this was working uh, for one week, but maybe not working again. So I change every day something. So uh, do you change uh, something every day because um, 
it doesn't work from day to day or week to week and that you always have to find like a new edge to, yes. to get the profit yeah sometimes it's the market sometimes it's the market the market is 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 not 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 the same every day so the market is yeah the market is change every day so no day is the same day and and this is this is how i react also so um what i what what will what i use yesterday will not will not work uh, tomorrow so because the, the market have changed someone called this maybe you have uh, special playbooks how you play play some stocks for me it's just like okay now i have to to change something so what was going on yesterday will not work today so because i have uh, maybe i must go go in and out very faster or or i can lose only one candle or i can lose only an, an amount or uh, some some setup was not really clear for me, and I must uh, uh, if I see this again, I must I must switch something else. And yeah, so I have changed every day something. Wow! I cannot be I cannot be calm when I not change something. Maybe I'm completely nervous, but I cannot be calm because I think every twenty four hours the day about trading. I cannot be calm. So. I know um, maybe Tessa from our Shed with Traders community and the host and you, Ian, you know, mostly I sleep only four hours because mm -hmm. my mind is always working on trading. I cannot sleep. Sure, oh, wow. I uh, when I go outside with my kids, maybe I make some 20 minutes lap or something like this because my mind is every day working. I, I cannot explain this, but my mind is every time working on trading. I cannot think about others. Wow. Well, you, you uh, eat sleep and drink trading absolutely if i close my eyes i have <laughs> i have in my mind um, the shots <laughs> <laughs> and so when you... i wake up so for example if you wake up in the night then i then i wake up and and i have i, I think on on trading because i i think when i sleep i i, I think on trading too i don't know why uh-huh uh, <laughs> do you think do you think that you're addicted to trading 100 percent uh-huh wow i I would say i would say uh some people are, are natural born to trader but they have to work really hard on this and this was what i have to so maybe you can explain you, you can you can see this like an nba professional player they have all the talent and maybe they are completely natural born to become a basketball player but if you ask these players well they have to go to an hard 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 work and and hard hard way and this was the same on my side so i was homeless i was blow up so many accounts i lost my family and all this stuff so this is completely hard way hard school yes and 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 now here i am where i am so now i can say i'm i'm a professional athlete like maybe an <laughs> nba player wow yeah it's like a sports game for you yeah yeah. Uh, my understanding is you um, find it difficult or just simply don't accept lo losses, that you hate losses. <laughs> yeah, I hate losses. I hate yeah. completely losses. Yeah. So my average win rate is uh, 80 to 90 percent um, because I, I cut when I have to change to go break even, I go to break even. So I don't want letters to become a losing trade. Um, maybe this is not correct. Maybe it's correct. 
but I do this only because of my experience that I was homeless three months. Oh, so wow. if I have the ability that one trade goes to a winning trade, I go break even with my stop loss so that I cannot lose on this trade anymore. I can only win. I see. Uh, so hating these losses or having it being difficult to accept losses, do you find or has that led to you doing revenge trading? Yes, 100%. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, so what about uh, you set your stop losses or do you just manually trade? No, uh, <laughs> I play stop losses. Um, very okay when i when i trade um when i place my orders my my stop loss is is extremely wide because i don't want trade with stop losses i i use the stop losses only to to place it manual on break even if i have to change to do this so it's not predefined my stop losses or or i don't trail it or something like this so i i work with my stop loss manually so i put my my mouse and I put the stop loss break even and and that's it. And then I trail it on myself. So if I see the candle make a big move, I trail the candle. So manually. Mm -hmm. uh, so curious to get your take on how does the current market um, for you in 2023, this kind of choppy sideways market compare with prior years, say like 2020, does it matter much? I mean, since you're just simply day trading, uh, do you pay? Is there that much of a difference between the types of markets that we're in and how it affects your uh, your trading? Yeah, one hundred. Yeah, one hundred percent. So I can give you some. I can explain it in in easy words. If if I think I have seen everything in the stock market. I'm completely wrong. So the market <laughs> teach me every day that I'm wrong. So, so today I was thinking with, I, I have seen everything. And then the fake news came out. I was never thinking about that. And fake news have some impact on the stock market, but it, I was teaching and completely other things. So, <laughs> so every time, uh, every day, the stock market gives you some great lesson. And if you, if you think you have seen everything, you get the, you get punched in your face. <laughs> and I feel so so happy for all the people who trade who start the trading career now in the bear market. So it's the hardest way to learn trading in the bear market. So every people who, who start the trading career now, they are extremely lucky. Because mm -hmm. in the bull market, you can make so easy money. In the bear market, it's extremely hard to make money. This is this is my feeling. So if you if you was in the uh, in the bull market, it was so easy to make money. Because you have to place your order and 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 you sit back and you take you take your win trades, and in the bear market you have to manage all your positions very wisely. Right. Uh, so, what do you struggle with most in trading? Focus. Focus. Focus, focus. is the most. Focus is the most one who I struggle with that I that I lose my focus. So you must understand that I have two kids. So um, I, I don't trade in, in any barrels. So I trade in my home place to, together with my family, with my kids. So maybe so, so the kid comes in the room and then you look to your kid 
or you have some crying in the background, you look fast for what's going on, and then boom. <laughs> the, and it's, it's something like happened in the stock market and you don't see it uh, or you don't miss or you miss it or or something like others so um, for me the biggest struggle is to to become focused over a long long time so I mean that you can be sure that you have one hour focus so um, yeah maybe my trading style is intensive but focus is my most struggle Mm-hmm. Uh, how has trading impacted uh, your time available for your family and your health? Oh, this is a good question. I think it's better to ask my wife. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think it's it's good. So no, it's good. So we we have we have made so decisions as family. So um they have accepted that our incomes comes from trading that we live from trading and they are completely fine with this and and the good one is i live in the uh, german time zone so it means for me that i start my trading um uh, in the afternoon so i have all the morning and and the lunch time together with my kids so i spend the time with my kids quality time with my kids and and after this, uh, in the afternoon, I start my trading. So until uh, until the the night. Uh huh. And this is why I cannot sleep because uh, when when the market is closed or or something like this, I will review all my trades. I will watch the charts again, again, again. I watch the news if I have missed something or I, I'm hanging around in the chat with traders community, um, or I. I have some hangout with other friends uh, that we speak about trading and all the stuffs. Um, and then it's get really quick and really fast uh, in German time, two o'clock, three o'clock in the night. And I have to wake up eight o'clock, seven o'clock, eight o'clock, maybe uh, because my kids wake up and they want time with, with your daddy. Mm -hmm. uh, so even though you're day trading and you're not mm -hmm. carrying positions overnight, so you don't have to worry about your uh, positions blowing up overnight, you still find it difficult to sleep? Yes, because um, I have to review everything. So you must, under, uh, you must understand that this is my free time. So from uh, I give you some schedule. In the morning when I wake up, um, I have quality time with my kids uh, at to the lunch time, and after the lunch time, trading will be begin. So this is my working hour, and when trading is done, then it becomes my free time. So this is my free time where I can only have my own time for me that I have not to spend with my wife and uh, not to spend with my kids. It's only my free time, and in the, my free time, I make the decision. It's it's better for me to uh, review the charts, uh, to look what, what was happened, why I missed something or something like this. And yeah, and this works good for me because on the weekend, um, when we have the weekend or holidays in Germany or the United States, um, then we have to make the decision as a family, this is quality time for the family. So I can sleep uh, 10 hours, 12 hours, and we go to to wellness hotels, we make so, something uh, with the kids together as family and they accept us and this, this works very well. Yeah, I, I imagine your family is looking forward to holidays, right? To uh, to get you to be able to relax and, and uh, recharge. Yes. And <laughs> uh, Yeah, but I get depressed on the weekend. So 
Oh. As I mentioned, I think 24 hours on trading and um, Saturday is a good for me. It's it's good one. But on Sunday, I get completely depressed because I oh. won't trade and I cannot trade because the market is closed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, but isn't that, uh, I mean, so sounds like you are just itching to trade and then not being able to trade on Sunday. That's kind of a downer for you? Yeah, this... Yeah, I get completely depressed because oh. on the weekend you have some some good new ideas in your mind and you want place the orders with, with all your new ideas and all what you think about on the weekend. Um, yeah, I know it's it's quality time with my family, but uh, yeah, I'm physical with my family and all this stuff, but mentally, most of the time I think on trading. So it's hard for me to to switch. So I'm I'm here with my with my family and I spend the time with my family. But sometimes uh, you will see that I'm sitting um, on a table in the background and then I have my smartphone and I make my notice on my smartphone and I sit there one hour and make all my notice what I think about about trading at the moment about what comes in my mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you have any goals um, going forward? Goals, yeah. Goals are every time good. Um, yeah, I have big goals. Um, the biggest goal is that I become um, the biggest hedge fund manager of the world. <laughs> <laughs> so this is this is my main goal. Um, yeah. So, or I have the ability to become uh, to work with uh, J.P. Morgan. Um, so become some in the trading desk. So something like this. So. That's my that's that's a good goal for me, for main goal for me. But um the the biggest goal for me is that I can go to the United States together with my family. Because I I think if we go from Germany to United States and and, and become a place in the United States, um that my time schedule will will completely change because I trading in the morning and not no more in the afternoon to the night. And um, this is this is the this is the main goal. It's at the moment it's complicated because my wife comes from Russia, so we have some goals that we go to to Canada for six months and and see how it's going and and all the stuff. But um, this will be have a big big impact, I think, on my life and on my health um, to find a place in the United States. Yeah. Okay, great. Uh, is there any? Are there any words of wisdom you would like to share with fellow traders? Any words of wisdom? Yeah, um, advice or... <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, the only advice what I can give is um, don't listen to other people. Uh, follow your 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 inner voice. So your inner voice is, is always right. So you can say... This is for for if you if you have a mentor and you have so others you you think completely different like then follow your inner voice. So maybe your your family is not not good with with your trading and all this stuff, but your inner voice told you, hey, this is the right way, do it. So this is the best advice what I can can give people. So I have no trading advice. I have no know something like this so the best advice what i can give to to the follow traders is follow your inner voice and yeah and that's it great thanks for sharing um thanks for coming on the show uh chat with traders patrick yeah thank you ian
Yeah. Uh, how can our listeners get in touch with you? I'm in the chat with traders community every time and also the community mentor from chat with traders. So the best place to find me is inside of the chat with traders community. Great. Thank you, Patrick, for coming on the show. Yes, thank you. You've reached the end of this episode of chat with traders, but rest assured there are more episodes loaded with real market insight and zero hype on the way soon. So to stay updated with each great new release, subscribe to the podcast and iTunes, and we'd love it if you'd leave a rating and review. We'll catch you next time on Chat with Traders.